0: Question.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today on Defining the Dash. We have a very special tribute episode here that we're looking forward to sharing with you. One of our holiness heroes that we've discussed—we've uh, that's been so special to us throughout our lives—and and we're so excited to get a, to speak with her daughter, um, Sister Myra, is here with us today, and we're going to try to pay tribute to Sister Marilyn Richardson. And uh, Sister Myra, thank you for being with us today
2: Thank you, it's an honor
1: And uh, and of course, after the great um, Chad Clifton from last week that Brother Mark did um, I'll let you introduce yourself today, Brother Mark well, This is the co-pilot, Mark Mullins And so the main pilot's back, back to the helm today Good to be back in the pilot seat Yeah, I'm glad you're back I'm glad you're back I Missed you last week, Brother Chad Oh, uh, Brother Mark did great. You know, a motto that we have with this podcast is making it count or making every moment count. Yeah, And when we're thinking about giving tributes to particular individuals that we feel like have really shown us how to live a quality life in light of the Word of God and a quality life
2: um, in light of just being a good person all around, Sister
1: Marilyn Richardson would come to my mind. Absolutely, yes. and uh, she's the type of lady that I felt like really made not just every day count, but every moment count of every day. She surely did, and that's yes, that's did. a good a good overall view that I that I have of Sister Marilyn. She was so precious from the moment that she would come in those back doors. It would just totally change. It would just totally change the atmosphere of the service. Absolutely, and. Uh, if there was uh, someone that you could pick that would be a, a wonderful role model for the young ladies of our church today, mm-hmm. Sister Marilyn would definitely be one that we would pick. Absolutely. And uh, it's a it's an honor that we get to, to be part of this, to try to pay tribute in some small way to Sister Marilyn for the difference that she made in all of our lives as, as young people growing up. Um, and we're thankful that God put her in our church, that we we can have that part of a testimony that we got to we got to be around her and and witness um the legacy that she she led before us. And so first of all I do wanna say uh Sister Myra thank you so much for coming and agreeing to do this. I know it's not been easy this week uh in re- reviewing this information and, and trying to go back through memories and and things, but uh, Sister Marilyn was such a precious lady and and like I said, we want to pay her tribute, but we also want to to carry on her legacy to to others and to help them. And uh anything that we do discuss today, we want it to be out of highest respect for Sister Marilyn, but also to give glory to God mm-hmm. for all that he brought her through and in and, and doing so I know that's exactly what she would have wanted. Yes.
2: I'm honored to be a voice for her today. Um that someone who's been gone almost nineteen years, you know, maybe it'll touch someone by things that I have to say. And so thank um, you for having me.
1: Well, I thank thank you for being here, and we want to, uh, I guess, start all the way back at the at the beginning. Um, do, was she? What church was she raised up in? Did you remember, or were what uh, through the stories that she shared? What how?
2: she wasn't actually raised in church. Um, circumstances kept them out of church. They had a very godly mother, and they had to care for my Papa Ralph's mom. She, she took full-time care, and their father was not saved. So their mom did not have a license as well. So they were not able to go to church, but their mom lived a godly life yes, in did. front of them at home. So they had that influence at home. I know her brother Randy's talked about it several times. Hearing her pray in the Holy Ghost, and you know her singing, so they had that influence. Um, when my mom got her license, around the age of eighteen to nineteen, she started driving her mother to church. So that's when they started. They were late teens.
1: They um, her mother, we always called her Granny Webb. Yes, that's another holiness hero. Yes, she is. She was such a, a special lady. Even, I'm not trying to get up, get off topic here per se, but uh, Granny Webb would always, on Sunday mornings, she would always talk to me and support me. She was always lift me up, and it was just uh, wonderful. They were just such wonderful people, wonderful ladies. Um, but. Uh, uh, Sister Myra your your mother's testimony of how she got saved, can you share a little bit of that with us?
2: Well, I talked to Randy a little bit to get his side, you know, on before that. She was a very good girl, right. always growing up, had a good morals, which is very sweet, had a servant's heart from the time she was small. Um, when she started taking my granny web to church, she just started feeling like something was missing. And so she gave her heart to the Lord in October of 75. Wow. And Randy said that she did influence him as well, and he got saved the very next month. So it just all happened pretty fast. Once she got her license, started going to church, God dealing with her to want more. And then she got saved, and then he got saved.
1: Wow. Started things rolling. Yes. um, God put her to work quickly, didn't he? (laughs)
2: Yes, he did. Yeah, Randy yeah. got called to preach. Shortly thereafter, and my mom traveled with them as she sang. They they sang and then he preached. So she did that for years until she met my dad. And that's I, actually how she met my dad. It was during was through singing. Yeah, it was through traveling with Randy.
1: Wow. As he preached. Well, that was going to be my next question. Was around what year was it when they actually got married? You remember?
2: December fourth, nineteen eighty-three. Was when they got married. Wow. And they split time between, so she was from the tabernacle, my dad was from Pine Creek, and then Randy started pastoring here. And so they went to all three churches. They divided their time equally, and then God started dealing with my dad around the time Tara was one to make King Mountain their home church to come and support Randy. Wow. Full, full term. Yes.
1: That's amazing. I was uh, actually going to ask, um, you know through the years and in the time that I' got to know your mom, there were so many um so many things that she was involved in um that i would I would simply call them ministries because they they were they they affected so many lives in in what she did um you you mentioned the singing um we have the Christian school here Key Mountain Christian Academy, and your mom was very active as a teacher and and um getting the groceries and and she played a huge part in the school mm-hmm. um and um a great supporter brother webb fundraising she was a sunday school teacher there were so many things she was active in
2: i know there's fostering. stuff i missed it yeah fostering the as foster as well care and with all that
1: and she was uh she was so many things to so many different people and she was so willing to work you you mentioned she had a servant's heart Mm -hmm. and she was so willing to to do what was needed wherever she was at
2: yeah she Um, never did anything halfway no she she put everything she was into everything she did really did
1: yes she did and she was one of those people that she knew it was being done for the glory of god And if it was one of those things that was being done for the glory of God, there was no halfway to it. No, It was give your all or give none. And she was going to give her absolute all to it. And I would love to live my life that way, but I would love to see young people today be able to have that same dedication and determination to say, you know, here here was a, a, a young lady that raised up, not necessarily the best circumstances where both parents, you know, were able to take her to church on a regular basis. But God still had a plan for her. Mm-hmm. God still was able to use her, and if he can do that for her, then he can do it for me. And then there's something for me to do, and they'll be just as determined as she was. Yes. And her life
2: was not her own. No. Well, she. Very fully was kingdom minded. Yes, she was. Everything. Awesome
1: way to put it. And in a day of entitlement, we live in a day of everybody's entitled. What can I get for me? What can I? um, The heart of a servant is something that is so lacking and absent in our world today. And to to look back upon this. And to, to, to see her heart and to remember um, her dedication. It's it's something that we need today so bad. Mm-hmm. It really is. Your mom, she was always one of my favorite singers when the family would get up and sing. Um, and we talked a little bit about this before. I, I can remember her singing... Inside the Gate, mm-hmm. um, Through It All, what what was your, which song was your, if you can pick one, if you can pick one, I know it would be hard.
2: Well, I had four until you mentioned Inside the Gate, so I guess there's <laughs> five right now. Oh.
1: Um,
2: through It All, definitely, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just her theme song, I guess. Yes. It's So Peaceful in the Arms of the Lord. I probably sing it every day, just. Um, the last couple months, Ride Out Your Storm. I just hear her voice singing that, and it's helped me in so many aspects of my life. And then Hold On Just a Little Longer, Help Us On The Way. Yeah. I guess you would the weary, weary traveler walking yes. down last road. And it's been sung here several times over the last couple months. And that's always been one of my favorite. Um, my brother says Ride Out Your Storm. That's wow. the one that stood out to him when I asked him. Um I think her favorite was "Through It All." Yeah, and if she was alive today, I think she'd really like the goodness of God.
1: Yeah, I believe yeah. she would.
2: Cause it just reminds me of her a lot.
1: She, uh, and you know, a song is something that speaks to an individual, and so there is each person's affected differently by a song, and so it, it makes sense for "Through It All," you yes. know, to be her her song. I mean, it really does. With seeing all that she went through and and everything, and and um, there are certain songs that you you hear someone singing, and you, you you know it might be a group, you know. To me, you know. Uh, your mom and them was one of my favorite, you know, when they would get up and sing at church. You, you know, your mom and your grandma and your dad and, and Brother Webb, they would all get up and, and sing together. That was that was one of my favorite groups. Yeah, I like and uh, the Key Mountain Brothers has always been one of my favorite groups. And, and when you would hear them sing a song, and maybe it was a song they wrote, you can hear someone else sing that same song, but it's just not the same. Yes. And it's always been that way with hearing a song that Sister Marilyn would sing. Um, she made Someone else could own. sing it, yeah, yes. but it was just... It's not the same. And today, you know, Brother Randy might get up and sing inside the gate, which he's not done in a while. But, yeah, you, uh, you know, he might get up and sing inside the gate. But if you close your eyes, it's like you can still hear Sister Marilyn singing it, yes. you know, along with him. And and those will always be her songs. Yes. Um. And nobody will be able to ever sing them like she did. Yeah.
2: The through uh, it all, that yeah. one line. And those lonely hours those precious lonely hours and she would emphasize that she yeah she she truly had been there and and you knew she knew
1: she was singing about and you know so many times it's those lonely hours that we often want to shun so to speak because of the the pain the darkness the loneliness but it's in those hours when we can actually get along with jesus and um That showed through so bright in her life.
2: Yes, it did. And
1: um, I really don't think she would have traded that. As as bad as things was, I I really don't think she would have traded that just for the the fellowship with Jesus that she got in that. Yeah, the experience. I hope I'm saying that right.
2: I know exactly what you mean. The experience that he gives you when you walk through trials. You, if you could change the trial. Yeah. Yes, you would never choose that, but what He gives you when you go through them yeah. is worth it all. To know Him so personal and so deeply is precious.
1: We often can't understand. Well, Lord, you 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 brought me to this. You 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 could have took me around this. You know, um, you know, Lord, I'm, I'm trying to live right. Why why did you not keep me from this storm? You know, you. Lord you you're above the storm. You you could have took me over this. You could have took me around this. But instead you 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 brought me right into the middle of it and it it don't make sense to us. But it's it's in in the middle of that storm when when he's covering us that we develop that closest relationship and and like you said it's it's um it's something that we just we really can't trade. You know, it, it's something that—that's um, where we're going to get that close relationship with Him, and 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 your mother surely surely is a perfect, perfect example of that. Um, we we talked just then about her favorite song, your favorite song to hear her sing, but have you ever heard her say, maybe what was her favorite hymn? Um, like out the songbook when she would help lead congregational singing and and things. Did she ever pick one that she just loved to sing around the house, or what did she ever say that she w- was her favorite?
2: She was always singing something. We don't know. You know, I've asked both siblings and my dad and Randy, and none of us really knew what a favorite would be. Um, but my brother said the song that he thought of was "Living by Faith." He thought that would probably oh, yeah. be. A favorite, because that was what she did. Yeah. Uh, But I can hear her singing so many of the hymns. Yeah.
1: Living by faith is definitely a good one. What about favorite scripture? Psalm 1914. Psalm
2: 1914. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer.
1: Hearing you read it. I can hear her voice in you. <laughs> I know that may sound weird to that, that our listeners heart. out there, but if you if you knew Sister Marilyn and uh, even Granny Webb, and then you could hear Sister Myra saying that right now, it, you can hear them speaking through her, and uh, especially in those "my" and the mys.
2: She made it personal, and I wrote wrote this line down right under that. The biggest thing that stood out about my mom to me that she taught me was making a relationship with Jesus personal. Absolutely. Because he is personal to every single individual. It's your choice. It is. You can have that.
1: And that's that's so important for us to remember. Um, But as humans, it's hard for us to grasp that, that, um, you know work we all go to the same church we're serving the same God and we're you know he's He's your God and he's your God and mm-hmm. he's your but he's my God and to me He he's doing something for me he's doing what I need while he's doing for you what you need and, and we can't understand that all the time mm-hmm. I mean that's beyond our comprehension um, you know to To really to understand all that, but we have to make our, our relationship we have to, it has to be personal. Yes. And um, he he had revealed himself to her in such a way that he had. Uh, there there was no, um, you know, we we we've often talked about people being tricked and people being deceived. I don't think there was anybody. That would have been able to to talk her out of that relationship no absolutely I mean no. she had done been to the point and 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 realized you know I'm giving him my all mm-hmm. and uh and and that that was so powerful yeah. and uh and that that dedication, that determination um I believe is what got her through those days to come.
2: It was. And not only did she teach us to become personal with the Lord, um, it stood out to my siblings, too, the faith for healing yes. that she taught us. Faith to survive, to get through whatever we face. Anything that would give God glory, to just keep fighting through it. Yeah, And that just stood out to all three of us, to let God define every detail of your life, and that's what she did. She didn't let the circumstances define her. She let God define every second. She she was unwavering, steady, faithful through yes, the, through everything in her life.
1: You know, it's um, it's so easy sometimes to to come home, and maybe it's been a long day, maybe it's been a, a, a rough day. You you've been busy and. Um, and it's church night, and and it's man, I'm tired. You know, I, I've uh, maybe you've even been in services somewhere else that week, and and you're like, I just I need to rest. And there may be people telling you, man, when are you gonna slow down? And it'd be so easy just to be like, I think I'm taking tonight off. Sure. But then, from my childhood, I can still picture Sister Marilyn. As she came through that back door in her pain, in her suffering, probably hadn't slept in days. And um, she couldn't wait to get here. Uh, I remember times her pulling in and they'd have the seat laid completely down, where she laid down all the way to church. Uh, but there wasn't nothing going to stop her from getting here. This was her refuge. Yeah. and um, And I feel so guilty for all those times that Maybe I had a headache or a toothache or uh something that you know I'm like whew, if she could come, then ain't nothing knocking me out you know um i there shouldn't be nothing knocking me out of coming you know and um but segueing into that um you know it, her her cancer affected her body in know in, in such a way with that, but what my wife has has always um, called your mom her second mom, mm-hmm. and she can remember the day she was diagnosed. Um, now you know I can't. <laughs> so do you remember? Uh, I know you were young; you were you were really young then, still too. But. Uh do you remember about when she was diagnosed with cancer uh, about what year it was when when she was it
2: was february twenty fifth of 1994. 1994. I was seven Tara was uh, ten I think she had just turned ten and Tyler don't remember her before that before point. Her he sentence. was five yeah, so i remember but I didn't understand right when I remember that day. And the time around it, but I just didn't understand what it meant. Tara did she was fully aware, so she went through a lot of mind battles, yeah during that point of time
1: now this question was not on the list I sent you because it just now came to me, but That's fine. thinking of um a kid out you know thinking of a young lady seven, eight, ten years old that has now come to face this giant obstacle in their life of their mother coming down with this. How did this affect you spiritually?
2: At that point, I don't remember it affected me much at all. Right. Because we were taught, have faith, God heals, and never crossed our minds that she wasn't going to get healed. Right. So honestly, taking you to being a barely 18-year-old yeah. when she passed away, that's where thats when the-, the spiritual attack of my faith, the bitterness, hit me then. There was no question, in my mind, she would be healed. Right. So it just knocked me flat.
1: I, I can understand that.
2: Um, it honestly was a couple years later in a church service. I still struggled with that bitterness of, you know, faith, I had faith, I prayed, you know, I really thought you were going to heal her. I don't remember what Brother Randy preached that night, but it was something about when God answers your prayers in a different way. I can't remember. And I felt God give me peace in my heart that she did get her, her healing.
1: Absolutely. But
2: it's in heaven, but she got her prayer answered.
1: Yes, she did.
2: She asked to raise her babies. Yes, she did. And he gave us 10 years when we didn't have to have that. Right. She was stage four, and they gave her six months. I mean, not long at all to live. So had she passed away then, we wouldn't have remembered her. We would not have seen her walk of faith, her personal relationship. So when I looked at it that way, I became thankful. Well, thank you, God, for giving me those 10 years Yes. that i do have those memories with mom when I could have lost her at the age of seven. Right. And not remembered anything about her.
1: And the reason I bring, brought that up is because, you know, it, it it's always important for us to share our testimonies. Um in a church service or with others because um although we may be from different backgrounds, you know, we we never know when there's someone else that may be going through Yes. the same thing that we went through there may be another young daughter a young girl out there that their mom may have found out the same thing and they might be struggling how do i respond to this how do i and 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 so it's important and i in going through these questions i don't want to invade privacy or or be mm-hmm. disrespectful in this and if i get to that point at any time um you know, I hope somebody will stop me because I don't. I don't mean to do that at all, but um, I, I do feel you know it, it's important that we share these, and um, because in in hearing these stories and in seeing it as as you all grew up, looking back now, you can just see. God's hand I mean you really can't I know it was difficult times there was times I didn't know from the outside looking in really how you could handle it all mentally you know Uh, but you could just you see God in it and I know a lot of people probably wouldn't understand that Um, they would be like why was she still so happy Mm-hmm. You know, why, uh, you know, and, and people don't understand a lot of times when you're going through these things, how is there still a smile on your face? How is there a, um, you know, anything like that? How's, you know, but they didn't have the, the same relationship that she had. And that's what made the whole difference. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's so different. It's so important. If if you are facing something like that, build that relationship with God, and and that's one of the things we're, we're going to move in and talk to here in a in a, in a minute was uh, what Sister Myra talked about earlier is her prayer life, um, and, and talking about how she prayed through all this, uh, how her mother, her prayer life that she built through all this, and and how important that is.
2: Um, I want to read this portion of her journal. Um, I hadn't really allowed myself to read through this journal until you mentioned me doing this, but I think it's a fitting time. Um, After she found out that she had cancer, her and my dad had traveled to Allentown, I think, just to try to get an answer from God what to do. The doctors were pushing her to do treatments. They wasn't giving her long to live and they needed a word from God on what to do. And she was praying. She was praying and God spoke to her to read Psalms 30. And it said, read Psalm 30. This little quiet voice spoke, okay, out loud. This is her writing. I'll feel silly, it's just me in here. Read out loud, okay. I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Jesus, surely this could not be a coincidence. This was her thoughts. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Lord, by thy favor, I'm skipping through a couple. Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide thy face, and I was troubled. I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. And she put, oh, this can't be a coincidence. He was dealing with her. So the next couple pages, she, you know, kind of expounded on that. But then this little section here, after they decided, my dad, God spoke to my dad, they decided to trust God. You know, God dealt with them to trust him. She was talking about people who supported her trusting. And then she said, there's some skeptics, too, that disagree and think she's crazy. But she's not going to list their names, of course. She said, There always will be skeptics, but you have heard my story. Now just tell me what would you have done if God had told you, I need no other. Wouldn't you have been afraid to do it any differently? My sweet Lord would have been offended had I gone to others when he told me I didn't need them. He certainly doesn't need no other. He's the one. And when the I am says, I will... You just say thank you, Lord. Thank you. And that part just stood out to me. Wow. That's her faith. God told it. Yes, she it believed is. it and they followed Enough and said. she never yeah. looked back. Never looked back.
1: Wow. That's some It's as if she knew she was writing that for somebody.
2: Yeah. Maybe not 10 years later somebody needs.
1: Maybe, yeah.
2: Needs that faith. You know, to trust.
1: That is so powerful, those words right there. And you could you could hear in that the personal relationship like you was talking mm-hmm. about, how she made it personal. There were so many my's in that and my Lord and and I believe at one point it said my mountain or something or my mm-hmm. uh something there. But it was all my and you know, she she was recognizing her struggle. But her struggle was nothing compared to her God.
2: That's right.
1: And uh, that, that was so powerful in that.
2: He gave her this poem. I'll read this here too. How could I not trust you when you said the mountain to climb? How could I not trust you when you said it would take time? How could I not trust you when in the barren land? How could I not trust you when you said take my hand? How could I not trust you when in the fiery trial? How could I not trust you when you said it would be a while? How could I not trust you when the darts from hell assail? How could I not trust you when you said you'd prevail? How could I not trust you when friends turned aside? How could I not trust you when you said you'd be my guide? How could I not trust you when you whispered, Child, don't stop. How could I not trust you when you said look, you've reached the top? And somewhere in those ten years he gave her this, we don't know an exact date.
1: Wow. But
2: just the faith and the trust that she had.
1: How could I not trust the Lord? Man, that's powerful. So if you're out there today, And you're facing a trial that you just don't understand. Words straight from Sister Marilyn. How could I not trust him? And those are for you too. How could you not trust him? Make him your God. Make it personal. And we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode here uh, for this week. And uh, we're going to carry on into next week with Sister Myra here um, and and continue to discuss Sister Marilyn and her legacy and uh, we sure hope you're going to join back with us here as we uh, discuss her testimony and we do our best to, to try to help you make every moment count we'll see you next week may God bless you I
0: thank God for the mountains and now I'm thanking you for the valleys and I thank him for each he's brought me through you know if you never have a problem you would know that God could solve them you'd never know what faith in God